0: Oscars celebrate excellence in filmmaking, but most folks watch it for the celebrity gazing, the jokes, and the fashion. Oscar nominee Thames wore a puffy oversized cloud dress designed by Ukrainian designer Lever Couture that blocked the view of folks sitting behind her. Why didn't organizers just move her to a better spot?
1: Today, comedian Rachel Hall joins us to look at this year's Academy Awards hijinks. The awards, the Will Smith slap jokes, and musician Tem's controversial dress that blocked views of the stage but became a spectacle in its own right.
0: Plus, Lady Gaga gets praised for helping a press carpet photographer who fell.
1: Why are Republicans increasing their attacks on trans people and drag queens?
0: And remembering our beloved Chicago club kid and drag legend, Jojo Baby, a big presence in the queer nightclub scene, radical fairy, and regular performer in the Feast of Fools shows, they died this week from complications of cancer at the age of 51. I'm Fausto Fernos.
1: I'm Mark Fillion.
0: And this is Feast of Fun.
1: Now I can. Is this a good volume for you? Yes. All right. Oh, so- a few
0: stolen moments is all that we share. You have your family and they need you there. But tonight... Is the night
2: that I ruin your life. (laughs) I'm going to fuck over your family. (laughs) You know, I was listening to
0: classic Whitney the other day on my way to work. And I thought about that song. Is it was it written for Whitney? Because it seems like, you know. It feels like it's from a man's perspective.
2: How old was Whitney when that song? Came? She was
0: young. Oh, like, that's so- was that her first album or second? Yes, yeah, this was her debut album. Yeah, so she was Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston was the she name still of had album,
2: a teen yeah. in her name, right? Yeah. So she's like eighteen. Like, yeah, that's a lot of song for a child.
0: For a child, <laughs> a young woman to you know.
2: Now she's singing about statutory rape.
0: Well, she's singing in heaven now, but uh, but no. And I was thinking about that that song. I was like, is it? was it something that was written for a man and was given to her and, because to make an interesting song. When did that song
2: come out? Like 89 or yeah,
0: something? Yeah, it was in the 80s. And I'm thinking, a young so woman bragging for? about sp- breaking up a family.
2: What man would that be
0: for, right? Well, I was thinking of the song, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones, we got a thing going
1: on. But there's also like a Mr. Jones version of that song.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: I thought I'd listen to it.
0: So I'm thinking, like, you know, is. And we're starting Fred to. Freddie Jackson? Is, is it more. <laughs> do you think it's more. Um, aligned with women's experiences to split up married men or is it more aligned with men's experiences to split up married women?
2: Well, I mean, it's definitely a woman (laughs) singing about a man that is married or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But...
0: She's a homewrecker in that song.
2: She is a homewrecker in that song. Yeah, yeah. But to say like, oh, I don't know how much men try to break up families. I don't know how much women intentionally try to break up families, but I do see a lot of women who are okay or somehow figure out a way to justify being the other woman. Yeah. Which is stupid.
1: Well, sometimes you see a guy and you're like, well, if he's good enough for her, he's good Good enough enough for for me. me. Okay. What? So why not just take
2: him? That's dumb. It's not a parking space. (laughs) Well, if you don't have any, listen, that You know, it's, it's it's I guess maybe I'm just too good of a person. Oh. Because in my never. brain, it's like if you don't want somebody to take your man and do the same shit to you, why the fuck are you entertaining it?
1: So you've never stolen somebody's boyfriend? I've,
2: I mean, I've never had a boyfriend, so no. But
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on, that's not so true. I've, I've
2: met some of your boyfriends. That's not true at all. And they were like, "I'm not her boyfriend." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, because he's not." <laughs> um, but uh, uh, no, it's it's.
0: Did I get you in trouble when I kind of
2: inferred that you were with a guy? No. Okay, good. No, 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 no. We get that all the time,
1: but, but, but um, you know when I it, mean. But you are seeing this person. No. 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 Okay, Just so
0: yeah, so this is mm-hmm. outside of the audience's. <laughs> the conversation has shifted. <laughs> Feel the knowledge here. So you know, in terms of like women splitting up men, like I'm thinking of like also the song like "There's a Meeting in the Ladies' Room," right? Be and that's also about like getting even with the woman who's trying to steal your man,
2: right? Which is stupid though, because I'm pretty sure on the next track of that climax song, she's probably talking about singing being with somebody who has somebody already. So, <laughs> which is it? You want somebody who wants to be with you and they're single or you just like, you know, any hole is a goal. What well, are we doing? Well, they say there's no rules in love and war, you know. That's stupid. Yes, there is. That's why they have war crimes. <laughs> 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 are there love crimes? Probably. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And Rachel Hall, comedian. Have <laughs> uh, you never been slapped by anybody? Mm-mm. Never? Is never. Our guest today? I've never been in a fight is our guest on today's show when we're talking about the slap, Will Smith's slap on Chris Rock that happened a year ago that people are still talking about today. And not the, the, the other Oscars. slap
2: heard around yeah. the world that happened on the real world Seattle when oh, dude <laughs> 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 When the cut and the cap. And and that so, was the original
0: slap I heard. I guess it the world. turns out that the song, it. there's a meeting in the ladies room, There's they're talking
2: about slapping somebody in there. I think she's talking about getting slapped. She's being slapped. Don't slap me. I'm not in the mood.
0: <laughs> have you ever been like slapped by like a rival or, or has anybody? Have,
1: have you been in the mood to be slapped and or not wanting, been slapped? Yeah. I've never. You, how would somebody get Rachel into the mood to be slapped?
2: <laughs> Bruh, I don't know. I'm too chill. I'm, I, uh, I've never been in a physical altercation of any kind. I've been slapped many times. The last time I think
0: I was slapped was by uh, a drag entertainer. Mm -hmm. And we were just like sitting there and she was really, really drunk. We were having uh, uh, cocktails after the restaurant had closed and we're sitting in the closed restaurant. Exclusive. And her her smiles like starts to melt and she just gets really angry and she thought it'd be really funny or clever and she just goes up and smacks me in the face. And I was like, okay, we are done. I'm out of (laughs) here. And then, of course, uh, Lady Bunny and Hecclina, most famously, Le- Hecclina, no, Lady Bunny thought it would, was a little bit intoxicated, went up to Hecclina and thought it would be hilarious to smack her.
1: Did she smack her with a, a piece of luggage or Open something? Open hand. Open hand.
0: Just went up to Hecclina and went, bam. And Hekalina, who's, you who know, has a military background, picked up a heavy-ass Bag of DJ equipment and smacked Lady Bunny, threw her onto the ground and started strangling her. And Lady Bunny's like,
1: I'm sorry, Hickley, please don't kill me. And both of them have talked about that on this podcast. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> we're not
0: revealing any personal information there. And you know, of course, uh, you know, so when tensions run high mm-hmm. and performers have a lot of feelings and artists have feelings, and there's probably a couple cocktails in there. That shit going down, you know? And Chris Rock and Will Smith have a background together. They really don't. They don't. No. They used to be friends. They worked together on the I mean, one or two films, I feel like I they're
2: friends in the sense that you saw them. You, This is the person you see yeah. at Mariano's all the time. Mm. <laughs> so you're just like, oh, hey, we're how's it part of going? The same community. Yeah, but I don't know.
1: I don't think they, they were did ever. they kind of seen together where Chris Rock was cross dressed, right?
2: Back, was it fresh? I print? think so, yeah. He yeah, was yeah, cross dressing yeah, yeah. or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, they yeah, but I don't think they were ever friends. It's a broken heart. I think they heart. were just, like, friendly. Mm. So
0: I was saying that, you know, the best thing that happened to the Oscars in a long time is Will Smith uh, smacking Chris Rock. And and even Chris Rock in his comedy special that just aired on mm-hmm. live, I guess it's streamed yeah, live, on yeah. Netflix, he basically finished the show with ten minutes about that.
2: I mean, it was seven and a half, because yeah. we I watched it over multiple times. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was... He knew everybody was waiting on that. So he had oh, to put yeah. it at the very it end. it was his payday. Yeah, he had to put that at the very end. But uh ooh. What did you make of it? As a you're a
0: comedian. <laughs> you've seen other comedians go out each other's throats in comedy clubs.
2: Uh not really. If, oh, if I've I, seen a few never really seen it i mean i don't really hang out with those kind of comedians (laughs) you're like like, i'm out of here um the comedians i hang out with get paid and don't have time for that shit anyway um
0: (laughs) they're mad at just the fact they didn't get paid for the gig
2: exactly but um, uh they didn't get the email so (laughs) no i uh, overall i thought the special was really good Mm -hmm. Be very clear i thought the special was very good chris rock is actually not one of my like top Comedians of all time. I'm not that I think he's terrible or anything. I mean, he is funny. Clearly, he mm-hmm. he earned the fact that he is Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um I liked it. There were some bits there. I was like, eh, eh, yeah, nothing I ain't heard before. Oh, okay, whatever. And then for the most part, though, it was hilarious. And of course, like I said, we were all waiting. Mm-hmm. We are all waiting for the we, Will Smith. We just needed to know and. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's
0: why we were watching it. But I mean, did it meet your He
2: turned into Too Short and he kept calling that man a bitch. And then he called Jada a bitch. And I was like, oh, my God, he's really coming for the girls. And then he threw the <laughs> mic down. That was it. And I was like, this is great. This is, this is wonderful. I wish he didn't have on all that damn white. Like he was going to a Frankie Beverly and May's concert. But it was <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, like his the, outfit. Uh, yeah. I hated it. It looked like his daughter put it on for him.
0: It looked like, he. I mean, you know, um, Matt Brown said it's like, all that money, you can't afford an iron to iron your t-shirt, he, you know?
2: Them, oh, just it, It's it, like, it's it what did you have on? That's he got it all. from H&M or something, you know? It, it was very... It looked like
1: he was an extra from Wakanda Forever in the funeral scene.
2: It, it, right. It was very, and I'm leaving into going on a cruise. That's what we're about to go do. Maybe,
0: Maybe that's the, the, the vibe he's trying to go for, you know? Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of Chris Rock, and I love his delivery style, which is kind of, you know, like... Baptist minister, bring right. Righteous indignation. It's also nice to see, uh, you know, a strong black male comedian, not do something that's transphobic or homophobic on stage. Right. And I thought that was nice. And, um, also, you know, I mean, Will Smith had it coming, but at the same time, I can also relate to what, how Will Smith is feeling.
2: Too. I, here's the thing. I don't give yeah. a shit how Will Smith is feeling. Will Smith has, you can, he can feel however he wants to feel, but at this point, you you did your slap, and then you did that <laughs> fake ass apology tour and all over the internet and all over on different news shows. And I hope he forgives me. And I called his mama and I just apologized. <laughs> Chris Rock has the right to feel exactly how he feels. Just because the man apologizes, not yeah. mean he has to be like, you know what? He apologized, and we all cool. And I'm going over to to, to Willow House to listen to Will's. Like, he don't have to do that. He has a right to be like Will Smith's a bitch And so is Jada If that's how he feels That's how he feels But It should be done Jada does not need to go Paint that stupid ass Red table And (laughs) show up With her mama And Willow To discuss it With some other That does not need to happen Will needs to shut up If your feelings are hurt Then swallow it With all the rest of your money
1: Well, as far as I know, they haven't seen the special. I think they've heard a little bit they about it. They saw the damn you special. You
0: think they watched it? Oh, my God. do yeah, no, They yeah. watch it first in line.
2: Exactly. They, were, they, they turned the TV on at 7, knowing it came on at 8. <laughs> we're ready. Uh, they ordered dinner and everything. Uh,
0: so, yeah. So, this year at the Oscars, uh, host Jimmy Kimmel said um, the Academy has a crisis team has, is ready to go if there's right. any violence. I thought if it was anything funny. unpredictable or happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Maybe even give the uh, assailant a hug. And then um, let him have, a, give him a best Oscar, He's best it. actor Oscar, and let him do a 19-minute 19 19 minute speech. speech. Which technically was five minutes long. Oh. It was a 19 minutes.
2: But. Well, I mean, for the sake of comedy, yeah,
0: exactly. You know, you got to, yeah hyperbole. You, you counted how funny. many times uh, Chris Rock called Will Smith a bitch?
2: I did. He only called. It felt like a hundred. Yeah, because he was saying <laughs> "bitch" with the passion of Too Short, yeah. right? The slap. But he only called Will a bitch eight times, and he called Jada a bitch once. The last bitch was directed at Jada. Oh, the very last one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because the point he's making is that Jada hurt him more than anything he ever could. Jada do. hurt Will more yeah. than
2: anything. Yes. I mean, I only, think cuz not only
0: I guess that you know he she betrayed him and then she's humiliated him in front of a nas- a public audience by over and over having and over a conversation again. about it on her talk her show. Not just her that the yeah.
2: entanglement she went on she hasn't she said that yeah. her and Will don't get along sexually. She said that she had her and Willow write that damn letter to Tupac. Like, why would you do that? What happened? Like, one of the anniversaries or something when Tupac died, she like made this open letter about how much she's still in love with him and he's the love of her life. And then Willow wrote a letter, too, talking about some like, oh, you know, my mama loved you so much and all this shit. It's like, why would you keep doing this to that man? Mm-hmm. Leave Will alone. Jason. Well, you're wearing a Tupac t-shirt right now. I am wearing yeah. the Tupac, but I'm not married to Will Smith in talking shit. <laughs>
0: is there a reason why you're wearing, wearing the Tupac shirt today? Or it
2: was on sale yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why. But no, it's so I, I could understand what Will is saying yeah. because I I get it. It's their relationship, and they can whatever their understandings are or is their understandings. And it only matters to them, but you can't, you got to be honest and be like from the outside, looking in, just be real. You, it kind of feels like this moment is embarrassing the shit out of you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, part of it is like, you know, my Whether instinct when there's fighting happening or violence is to distance myself from it. Right. Not Get to escalate way. it. Right. But, you know, for a lot of these actors, they're sort of having to internalize a lot of their roles. I don't know what Will Smith's life is like. I'll never be Will Smith. Right. I'm never going to know. I have no way of understanding his frame of reference. And part of it is like, I just want to give, you know, to me, it's like, obviously, uh, Chris Rock and the Oscars are capitalizing on that moment. Mm -hmm. Whereas Will Smith probably won't be working for a while. I'm I'm sure sure he'll still work. You don't care that much. No. Yeah. Well, cause unless, the will, unless will Smith is
2: about to make another Hitch movie, I don't care. You like Hitch? Hitch is I will I, I comedy, will die on this hill. Comedy. I will die on this hill. Hitch is the greatest movie Will Smith has ever made and will ever make. I never saw it.
1: I don't know if I've ever seen it. What's the yeah. plot?
2: Well, Hitch, Alex Hitchens, he's a um basically like a date coach. But he's only word word of mouth and he men will call him Get the car and be like, I'm interested in this woman, but I can't get her to pay attention to me. And basically, he coaches them into making her fall in love with him. Oh, that's romantic. Right. It's him and Eva uh, Longoria. No, Eva Mendez. Mm. Eva Mendez. And, and it's real stupid. It's very oh. corny. But it, I promise you, it is the greatest movie Will Smith will ever make. I don't care what anybody has to say. Well, maybe he can
1: get Chris Rock to fall in love with him. Oh. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh,
2: and Kevin James, he's in it. The dude from uh, King of Queens. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, at last uh, Will Smith movie we saw was Aladdin,
0: where he played the genie. Mm-hmm. And uh, who was it the, the, from Saturday Night Live? Nassim? Nassim Par- Padrad. Uh She played about, yeah. uh, his... You know, wife. I guess eventual wife. wife.
2: Yeah. I Spoiler mother, alert. Mother of his
1: children. The
0: mother of his children. I of the genie. Like Spoiler alert. I ain't like
2: it. <laughs> it wasn't a very good. Thing. It wasn't very good. It
0: was cute and fun, you know. if you Listen, if you're a fan of those Disney musicals, it's like,
2: well, you and I went to see The Lion King with yes. Beyonce. With Beyonce. Janelle knows Carter. <laughs> Simba, come back.
0: <laughs> it was like Beyonce's worst acting since Goldmember. She uh, Gold Member. The movie. She's like, she did it over her cell phone. Beyonce. <laughs> so they're like, here are the lines. They texted her the lines. She voice memoed it and then airdropped it to the production crew.
2: Simba, are you just going to let Scar ruin everything? Simba, come back, Simba. Pride,
0: attack. She sounded like Siri, you know, with that kind of intonation.
2: The time is 4.29. You came into my pride. You touched my lions. <laughs> You think I'm crazy? I'll show you crazy. Yeah, it was. Lions, uh, attack. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry I missed it.
0: Yeah, you know who was <laughs> standing behind us when we watched that in the movie theater?
2: Yeah, wasn't it? Uh,
0: Chaz Ebert. Yeah, Chaz. Roger Ebert's uh, surviving wife. Mm-hmm. And we were so Rachel and I are trying to take a selfie with her behind us. <laughs> and she's like, no, she's no dummy. She's like starts ter- ter- hiding her face. And I'm like, God it. damn
1: it. I do that when people are, you know, taking photos. I'm behind them. I don't. Photos of me. Yeah. Mar- Mark has either, this that or, of- either that or
2: I'll photobomb it. Completely. I don't want something to happen where. I, mean, I didn't want to get kicked out of the theater either. Well, I don't want to be cheesing at someone else's photograph. And then that other person turns out to be a murderer. And that's this picture that they have up on the internet <laughs> the day of. And then they come looking for me like, hey, you in the photo. You know them. I'm like, I don't know them. <laughs> do you know any murderers? I hope not, but probably. You've never met one? No. <laughs> no.
1: I've met one murderer that I know Actually, that's not true Everybody knows a murderer
2: I know someone who has killed a person Who? I'm not gonna say their name Okay But I know someone Wait wait, wait, a minute, you're covering up for somebody's crime? I don't know exactly This was long before I met them From my understanding, it was like a self-defense Okay
0: Killing Because, you know, last weekend I got arrested And I spent the night in jail What'd you do? Steal people's hearts. Oh my God (laughs) <laughs> it's terrible. Everybody listening was like, "When's he going to do that joke?" <laughs> I've been talking about this for a while. Oh
2: my god, Tim.
0: <laughs> talk about uh, corny and uh, controversial. Tim, who's yeah. Tim's? She She's a singer, songwriter, singer-songwriter,
2: singer-songwriter. She collaborated with
0: Rihanna for the song nominated for best
1: song. Song.
2: This me up. Oh I mean, now, <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a, listen, we saw Wakanda Forever, it was very moving. Mm-hmm. Um it, you know, I, I thought the Namor and the you know, the claw hand Yeah, and, I
2: was like, get you know, over hysterical. here. What is that? They're doing the- <laughs>
0: um so so she uh she showed up at the Oscars wearing this big, gorgeous white puffy
2: dress. Right. Looking like... I don't
0: think. Looking like Corella cu- Deville at a
2: wedding. White sculptural oyster thing tool, right?
0: It's a tool yeah. with a uh, with plaster or plastic on it, so it's stiff. It's it's a giant yeah. shell around her. She looked great. Bed. She looked fabulous, but she couldn't take that off unless she wanted to be naked. And I, I, I if I were her, I would have been like, okay, I want to be naked because that would make another statement, right? So she, they sat her down in in the middle and uh photos of that and everybody's like commenting is like how rude she was of blocking people's views I, who are sitting behind her. Oh well. And you Mar- you uh, Rachel and Mark, you guys are in agreement that let the black woman take up space.
2: Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let it take up space, but like I said, she yeah. doesn't know if this is the first to- the last time she'll ever get to go to the Oscars. She doesn't know if this is like this it is the Oscars. Yeah. It's the award Make a show. Statement girl put on your uh, dress and sit down go
1: ahead yeah make a statement plus I think it's probably covered by the crown act you know
0: what's the crown act (laughs) don't fuck with black women's
1: hair <laughs> Why do you yeah. call it the Crown Act? Because that's what it's that's called. What it's called. <laughs> they have laws Hair's protecting because you know you know historically black people have uh, been um, discriminated, discriminated against because, because, of our hair. because of the hair. All sorts of crazy laws have been made. Like women used to have I used to, to straighten hair. my
2: hair all the time, specifically for yeah. auditions, because I had a casting director tell me that uh, my hair was too much. So I would. Yeah. So it's it's limiting. That is well, like straightened now, right? It's straight right now because I got a cut the other day, but yeah.
0: That is a secret code against marginalized people, whether you're gay or black or trans mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like it's always come down to dress code. You know, it's, they it's always true. say you're too much.
2: It's too much. Your dress code yeah. is too much. You need to shoot too much. much. That's like yeah. get down my face. But yeah. I thought, you know, if that's what she I will say this, the dress looked like something that you would see more so at the Grammys than you would at the Oscars. And that that was a lot of dress to be sitting in, not the front row. (laughs) But if she wants to sit in the middle of aisle five with all that, um. Go yeah. ahead, because you mm-hmm. know, she don't know the people and behind and her and don't I need to
1: see. First of all, the people behind her, I understand, were seat fillers. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so they, they were getting paid to sit there anyway. But the other thing, of those and too, they got to like, move around. They got you know, to move to somebody else's. And seat. also, to like how much of this, you know, because there's a stage up there. You're looking up at the stage. You're not looking, you know, how yeah. much of, how much of their view was she actually ruining?
0: So, probably, probably but you a lot. look <laughs> at uh, at her body language. Mm-hmm. She looked. Uncomfortable. She looked like she was The
2: dress is probably painful.
0: Someone had farted near her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like she just and when she's clapping, she's just, just kind of like
1: well, making a I, face you know, she's like she's probably been in that outfit for five or six hours at yeah. that point.
0: Yeah,
2: we time. don't know how much of you the know. back of it is coarse it is, so she probably can't really sit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And
0: I'm sure there's people behind her. Not it's, wasting any time, thinking, "Oh, I can't believe the." Bleep 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 bleep.
2: Oh, I'm no, sure no, they did. Go on Facebook, you see it left and right. People, but if Meryl Streep had that on, they wouldn't say shit.
0: Meryl Streep would have probably uh, not worn that kind of dress. No, Meryl but, so, Meryl
2: Streep was bowling. So yesterday. here's that's uh, where she was. Here's <laughs> where we
0: can get let uh, uh, Tar Tam Thames off Tams. the hook. So the dress was d- desi- styled, meaning like fluffed up mm-hmm. by Dunson Wright. And wore uh, and the actual gown was created and designed by Lever Couture, an Ukrainian designer. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, what happens is a lot of these people who are invited to go to the Oscars, their publicist or their agent teams them up with a high-end fashion designer, mm-hmm. and th- a lot of times they don't get to control what they're going to wear.
2: That's what happens. So at they the show May up, hour.
0: they show up to the thing, to the fitting the day of or the day before, and they're like, "Take it or leave it," and if you leave it. All the designers don't want to work with you because they spend all the money and time making this gown because they're getting payday for you wearing that gown at the event.
2: I mean, maybe for that I can. Def- I know it's definitely how it is with the the Met Gala. Like you know, the person wearing it doesn't get a say you mm-hmm. get assigned to your designer and you wear what the fuck they make mm-hmm. you. But mm-hmm. I feel like it was something like that. If it was like okay, you're wearing this for Ukraine essentially, and they made this specifically for you. Cool, I get that. But for the most part, she is a small girl. She could probably buy get something that was off the rack and they can adjust it. <laughs> <laughs> she go to Nordstroms. Like they, they just like any other stylist, they can come in with sixteen different dresses and be like, "Hey, these were all off these runways. We can adjust it for you real quick and put you in it, and bam."
0: What's the cheapest gown you can get for the Oscars? Like dots?
2: I mean, Ross is open. Ross dress for less.
1: D- um. Sharon Stone wore something from the Gap, I think, once. Once, he- <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I she
2: mean, fierce. Whatever it is, I don't give a damn where it came from. I think people put too much weight on the labels. Does it look good? That's mm. all
0: that. Do you look? And she looked fair. Nobody's arguing that she did not
2: look fabulous.
0: Yeah. Um, so the other thing too is that where she's seated is not up to her.
2: She yeah, no, she doesn't have that. any idea of where she's. They
0: could have put her in an aisle seat. They could have put her uh, further to the back. But part of it is too. The Oscar organizers are looking at this like a potential slap and be like, get the outrage machine going, people talking about weighing on a bit. And so we talk about the Oscars and therefore we talk about the films. And, and that, you know, right now it's like anything to get people to talk about these movies because people ain't going to the movies as they are. And now movie theaters and Hollywood, this, this will make you gag and vomit a little bit, are teaming up with Ticketmaster. Gross. To start selling premium ticket seats at movie theaters, and where people can expect to pay up to a hundred dollars for what for a for. premiere
1: for a movie.
2: Oh, for a pre- I don't want to do all that. And I'm just no. like, this sounds like a bunch I go of to Alamo Draft House.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's a new one in town now.
2: I know. Yeah. I can Love finally it. go to the movies again. Uh so, the, yeah.
0: the idea of the, them raising ticket prices as a way to get the dynamic more ticket pricing,
2: yeah. That That's, just, to
0: me seems really wrong and, and just against the whole idea of theater.
2: I think, yeah, you know, with the pandemic and all that other stuff, it changed a lot of stuff. Yeah. Movies had to come out at home, and now people have it's the same thing as like when everyone started to work from home, and then people started coming back, and the job was like, I'll have to come back in, and everyone was like, why? You know, I can do this from here, but I'm doing it for two years, why I gotta do it now?
0: So I I was was screaming, I was (laughs) crying and screaming. I'm gonna die. When they brought me back into the office and stuff, I was just like, and I can
2: understand. I
0: was like a cat trying to be bathed, you know. So like, but I could
2: understand that. Like, so yeah. Now that there's that, and the the streaming services, Apple, Netflix, who they're all making their own original movies as well. They're gonna for Oscars that are up for Oscars. So. Yeah, the landscape has changed, but I think people still go to the movies.
1: What
0: was the last movie you and I saw? Martin? I think it was
1: Wakanda Forever.
0: Wakanda Forever, yeah. I got movies. All the time. I
1: was going to go see something. What was I going to see this past weekend? I was like, I, gotta, I wanted to go see Scream, but I was just I got tired. And there was
0: a woman in the front seat who uh, pulled out her phone and she, with a f- screen brightness at full blast, was starts on going on Facebook. You could see her Facebook status updates. And of course, you know, Mark and I wasted no time Be like, put the phone away.
1: I That's was quiet. Why? Because I was I I was go quiet. to
2: Alamo Draft House. I was,
1: they kick people out of movies. I was quiet. And then Fausta said something like, okay, now it's uh, what's on. Because <laughs> normally I'll be the first person to yell at somebody for pulling out a phone because
2: it's distracting. Yeah. And it's, you know, what kind of I'm
1: checking Facebook. Like, it was her Did job. Did it go somewhere? And is like, take your phone outside. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. And so to me, I'm just like, you know, it's kind of, I don't. You know, I know it sounds like hyperbole here, but it's like it's kind of racist to like be checking social media and disrupting the experience of everybody within a a film like Wakanda forever. You know, and and you could see her boyfriend just having the same reaction that Tim's had at the he looked uncomfortable. He like his body language.
2: I love it when I go when there's (laughs) when I'm at a show and there's a couple in the front and you can tell that the boyfriend is fucking over her. Like, I've I've seen this a lot lately, especially, like, at the Laugh Factory, where there's always, like, one girl who's drunk, more than likely, uh, just just doing too much. And her boyfriend is just sitting there breathing heavy. And just, like,
0: (sighs) this one will be over. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And I think it's hilarious. Yeah, there
0: have been dates uh, that I've been on in my life that I just, like, you know, I'm just going to the bathroom and leaving. No, damn. You know? And I don't do it too often, because everybody deserves, like kindness and humanity and respect but you know it's it's like you know you hook up with somebody you go to their 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 place and the lights are off and then you have sex with them and you turn on the lights and it's fucking swastikas and rush limbaugh and make america great nonsense bullshit i mean you know back in the day of course there's no such thing you know we're talking here like 20 30 years ago and you're like god damn i can't get out of here fast enough you know you're like this person is hiding their racist, far right shit just to get gay sex with me, a little young kid, you know. And I'm like, he's that's gonna kill me. A lot
2: of work. It's I just feel work. like that's a lot of work for for those conservatives that are just closeted. I'm like, this is a lot. It just seems. And like the sex a is never of, good. It just seems like a lot of work. Like, if you, you don't tired have, yeah, of doing yeah. this, yeah. <laughs> like. You got to remember to post something that you got to go act like you actually give a shit. Like that just seems like a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Well, if it,
0: you know, if they don't have their photos, their profile pics on social media apps or dating apps, that's a red flag, I, in my opinion. And, if they're, and they, you know, they're like, "You have Snapchat," and you're just like, "Honey, I'm." This Snapchat is for Teletubbies. It's for babies. So that is something that I you know
2: no, the, the kids do a lot where they're like, what's your Instagram? What's your Snapchat? And I'm like, I don't. have I was, I'm not yeah. Snapchatting you and I'm not downloading an app. <laughs> so so they always want to
1: verify through Snapchat. You know, you're just like, whatever. Verify they don't what? See. Well, if, if you're going to hook up with somebody, they're like, I mean, you have pictures of me. You have my Instagram. You have this. But they want to see you to make sure it's really you.
2: Well, I mean, I can understand that, like, it was Face FaceTime or something. Mm-hmm. But to be like, we've never met. I'm not gonna give you a phone number. Ask for a phone number. I'm gonna ask for your Snapchat. I'm like, what are you a fucking child?
1: No. Yeah, that's how they are. No. Well, you can block them, get rid of them, but you can block a phone number just as easily. So what does yeah. it matter?
2: I I don't know. I love blocking things and people.
0: I don't know. You know, back to Tem's dress. Oh, it's like it, it would have been nice if it was like. A big blanket and a pillow like you brought a sleeping
1: bag. Or if bag. it was just like a convert where all she had to do was like. Press a button and it comes down.
2: Yeah, it just folds down. I mean, it's going to be uncomfortable either way because it's not like it folded over People into a try shawl. try to
1: control how a black woman dresses. I'm, <laughs> I'm embarrassed for you all. But,
2: you know. Embarrassed. I, I like, you know, have you ever gone to
0: like public events or like a sporting event with a sleeping bag? No. No. Oh, my God. It's so comfortable. It's so amazing. So, you know, the thing I felt bad about Thames is, like, her dress left very little to the imagination. But if she brought, like, a sleeping bag and a pillow and some snacks, you know? I don't see how
2: more—I'm assuming that those celebrities bring (laughs) snacks and they just have them with their assistant that's, like, sitting behind them or something. Feeding
0: them goldfish.
2: Because there's no way in hell I'm going to sit through that four-hour service and not, you (laughs) know— Not a chicken finger, not a not a fried pickle, not not a drink. No,
1: I'm sure they have hors d'oeuvres or something. I don't. Know, I don't think people in, in Hollywood eat much. They take that Oscar Prozac stuff. The, the stuff. was
2: it the Golden Globes is the only one that has a like that the ceremony is during a sit down dinner. Mm-hmm. I think there's a dinner for the Oscars, but it happens like four hours before the actual show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So by the time you eat, you gotta go home, change clothes, come back.
1: Well, I'm sure most people want to eat before they get into their fancy outfits.
2: I'm but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's got to be a snack. Someone has to have snacks somewhere.
1: It's probably just little juice pouches.
2: That's worse. Because <laughs> if you powder. get juice all over your uh, your dress, it's carrot sticks and apple
0: pieces.
2: <laughs> nah, I'm bringing, like I'm bringing Cheeto Puffs, <laughs> a one hitter, and <laughs> somehow, golf. So wow.
0: so the awards uh the awards right so uh Black Panther Wakanda Forever won best costume design again again and uh best best um uh visual effects went to Avatar the Way of Water <laughs> <laughs> and of course everything everywhere all at once got Seven pretty much out
2: of 13? 7 out of, of 13 7 out of 11 So the awards yeah
0: So was the big winner of course best actress going to um uh, excuse me, to uh, Everything, Michelle everyone. Kwan mm-hmm. and uh, Kay Hui Kwan, best known as short round in the Indiana Jones movie. Wasn't
2: was it, was it, uh, was it? What did Indiana Jones give him?
0: The- <laughs> when you saw Harrison Ford come out of the stage the at the sh- very end, you're like, okay, it's going to win best picture, you know? And of course it's so cute seeing them re- reunited. And you know what? A lot of people are not aware of is uh, the best actor winner um uh Brendan Fraser for The Whale.
2: I saw The Whale.
0: I was reunited with uh Short Round because uh the last one of the last films they are, either of them did together. I think uh Short Round, he was in Encino Man. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry ah. to call him Short Round but it is Yeah. No, I mean no that's one fair. up his name but I did not Short Round. Yeah. And so uh you know, it was just a lot of like happiness and you could see Steven Spielberg being like
2: god I, damn it. <laughs> oh yeah, because he did the Fableman thing. He didn't
0: get anything.
1: Yeah, I oh, didn't see that
2: though. He wanted to win. This is life story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should have came out a different year. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like you can make. It a also good movie, came out, but competition. like at the. It also came out. I feel like movies that come out too close to like the end of the quote unquote Oscar mm-hmm. season, and movies that come out toward too much, too close to the beginning.
1: Yeah. Get doomed. fall off. Yeah. yeah, You have to hit that sweet spot.
2: Because everything, everywhere, all at once came out right after the Oscar So right as soon as the next season would have started. And I remember watching it when it came out and going, this movie's brilliant. It sucks that it came out so early because it's not going to get nominated for anything. Mm-hmm. But then they re-released it months later. And so it kept it like kept that moment in going. the conversation. So I feel like if they never would have re-released it as much as people loved it, it would have trickled off.
0: Uh, yeah, and, and and you know, it's just really, you know, in terms of representations, great, but also just a fantastic film, uh, either hands down, you know. So, so. and Michelle Yeoh, uh, so her mother was out of the club, the clubs, <laughs> watching the Oscars. Okay. Uh, in where is, is, it, is it? she? Her mother lived in, I believe, Sing- Singapore, Singapore I right? Yeah, or Malaysia. I'm not sure. Oh, she right.
1: mentioned during the Oscars. I'm bringing this to, it, to yeah.
0: her mother, and so everybody at the uh, the you know. At home, just got the soundbite like my daughter is a very hardworking person, and it was like, God damn it, I win the Oscars, and my mom, that's all that my mother can say. <laughs> you um, know, but actually, she said uh, the full quote is, "I'm very proud of my daughter. Oh. I love her very much. She is a very hardworking woman."
2: That's cute. So
0: it, you know, and, and if you watch the video of the mother, she clearly is emotional and overjoyed. And right? She's not like. Good work, daughter.
2: Oh, congratulations. Wow. <laughs> you only told me you were going to do this 10 years ago, but I guess, you know. Well, Better late than never, right? Yeah. yeah. At least I can die now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, what do you think about the uh, controversy of uh, Brendan Fraser playing basically a morbidly obese man in The Whale? It's called acting. It's called acting. But, you know, one point, and I was thinking about this, is that they spent all this money in technology to transform him into a big, bigger guy than he already is to play that character, mm-hmm. where some people is like, why don't you just cast a big person in that Jesus role? Jesus Christ, I and can't save stand some money. this argument.
2: I really can't stand this argument. I really can't. I get it. It's first of all, it's called acting. I think Bill Burr made it really good. It's called acting. Was it when Brian Cranston uh, played a quadriplegic and they're like, how come y'all just didn't get a quadriplegic? Because it's called fucking acting, dude. I don't know. They did it. They didn't. Well, and his they son in
0: Breaking it. Bad is is quadriplegic in real life. That the oh, person who played that, right, no, he, yeah. he's, he's a, a terrible palsy. Terrible palsy. Cerebral palsy. But
2: yeah, it's like okay, well, if he's a crackhead, you should they yeah. go out and find an actual crackhead to to do the crack role, or does he want someone to just <laughs> act like they on crack? Is is sometimes the argument is just whatever. Sure, I guess they could have went out and found someone that's that big, but also I'm not trying to be a dick. I swear to God, I'm not. But who? Who were they gonna go out there and be like, "Hey, Louis
0: Anderson"? Well, oh, he's, he's not. Dead. He's dead. Well, he wasn't when he was alive. And he you know?
2: wasn't that big though.
0: He was big, but he it wasn't, wasn't that big. Chris Farley could have done it in a serious role. You, you in keep calling the same
2: people that are dead. There, there are
0: big actors out but there. But I'm saying yeah. there are
2: big actors out yeah. there, but, but as the big as what they needed, as big as what they needed, <laughs> and for what they mm-hmm. needed for the like the recognition, because no one mm-hmm. really knew anybody else. Yeah, we recognize a girl from Stranger Things. Yeah, there's that other woman. But, like, none of us know them. And sometimes the movie does need a name.
1: you got the insurance, for one thing.
2: Right. And then also someone that big. The last time they actually found someone that big to put them on camera was, what's eating Gilbert Grape?
1: Yeah. And that woman is dead.
0: <laughs> well, so. in defense of Brendan Fraser, he is somebody who has struggled with his own body. Quite a bit. He uh, severely was injured in the last film he made before that, which was The Mummy,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Uh major motion picture film. Uh, he, you know, he was at one point in time, this iconic hunk and he, you know, got very obese. He was told by doctors he would never walk again. Um, his wife left him and, you know, yeah, the, story the of alimony, right you know, he, this is somebody who had everything taken away from him. And he went bankrupt. And so, you know, in terms of, like, casting the right actor for the right role, is this somebody who certainly has experienced that type of discrimination and um, adversity that a person who's struggling with their weight or struggling with the prejudice that comes with their weight faces? All
2: I'm saying is, like, that option of, like, why don't you just find someone that actually does crack? That option is not usually available. It's not not always—
0: And this is the distinction here is, like, people are saying, you know— in terms of people's bodies, mm-hmm. it's, they're, they're thinking that, like, you know, obesity is something you can choose to be or not to be. And in some regards, sometimes, you can You can sometimes, sometimes it's not. Yeah. Sometimes you can't.
2: But also, yeah. this play, people also forget that this was based on a play. So I'm, I can guarantee you right now, that play didn't always cast someone who couldn't move, yeah. who was so large they couldn't move. They get someone who's probably big, put them in a fast suit, mm-hmm. and keep them on the couch.
1: Like, 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 uh, you know, Levi's, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen the movie, but I mean, there's a lot of people out there that have said that they absolutely loved it and they think it was incredible. He was incredible. It's in great. It. And then other people were just like, this is just like a uh, depression porn.
2: Cause it's a play. It's it, exploitive. It, it reads them. like a play. It feels like a play. It's exactly. Yeah. It is the, it is depressing. The man is huge.
0: But the thing about it is too, for people who are, you know, in terms of body acceptance or fat acceptance, um, it's it's kind of the same criticism that a lot of black actors have. is like every time there's a black person in a movie they're playing a slave or a best friend you know mm-hmm. or ma- what is it uh, the the uh it was the term coined the term coined was the magic negro
2: mhm the magical uh, negro by uh Will Smith and w- Bagger Vance <laughs> No it was uh, yeah
0: Spike Lee Uh Spike Lee yeah he's mm-hmm. the one who uh, quoted that and and the idea is that you know we want to see you know, part of the appeal, for example, the Cosby show is that at that time when that sitcom came out, black people were usually like the plumber,
2: the, whatever The Yeah. And I can get that. I can understand that. Sure, usually anytime yeah. you see someone that's really large, they're like the fat, funny friend or they're there for some sort of comic relief, Chris Farley, like something like that. You're not, A, you're really not used to seeing people that big on camera, period. Mm-hmm. And you're really not used to seeing them be sad. They always have to be the fat, jolly, ho, 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 Santa Claus person. Yeah. So you're not used to that either. That said, yeah, we don't, more more overall, period, you don't see that kind of quote-unquote representation of someone that large, period. I want to, listen, I'm a so big it, fan it of chonky takes cats, time, you know? It takes time for <laughs> stuff like that to develop, and I guess yeah. the only thing to that I would say is write it. If you feel like there's a, um, what's her name from SNL? Uh Melissa McCarthy? No, the one that has the show on Hulu. Uh shit, now I can't even remember the name of that show. That show. She was on SNL. She has she's the big actress from she's SNL. The big girl from SNL. She just left eighty Bryant. Mm-hmm. She has a show on Hulu, and it's about she's a bigger girl, but it's not about that. She's not, she's out there dating, she's out there fucking. She's out there. Like big girls do. Right. And so that's another version of like, hey, here's some representation of of the quote unquote big girl that you're not going to see normally. Mm. Right. So it's just a matter of other people and people who are that size, maybe riding it or something. I don't understand the criticism of that. Overall, whoever made that fat suit for that man,
0: it looked heavy as fuck. Yeah, they had to water cool it. And part of me is like, look, you spent so much money and energy and time making this fat suit. Just put a fat guy in it, you know?
2: Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> well, you know, is that fat guy represented? So that maybe the production company should have put out a casting call. What well, like they Brendan did, Fesher like they did for Precious,
0: has a has a big ba- is a big guy already. You know, he's a chonky cat. I love my chonky cats. I do. Do you know what a chonky is? I don't. So chonky is kind of a hybrid between a muscular guy and a bear.
2: Oh, okay. I get what you're yeah. saying. Like a chunky.
0: K- yeah. Chonky. Chonky. So that it I comes from the term chonky cats, where the, the cat is so big or right. a dog is so big, you know. They're adorable and they're big and they got curves, honey, and they got flavor. I, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and and so for, you know, Brendan Fraser, he's certainly somebody who's understands and at least to some degree what it means to struggle in your body and not be able to walk again and, and Mm -hmm. being uh, so obese that Hollywood by Hollywood standards, he's morbidly obese, you know, Mm -hmm. and not getting cast, not getting uh, acknowledged for your humanity being persona non grata. And, you know, Brendan Fraser is somebody who behind the scenes has really fought for the underdog and somebody who's like Lady Gaga, you know, who picks up, paparazzi who fall down on the ground <laughs> right
2: I just think at some point yeah. though I get the arguments yeah. I really do but at some point you also have to go they are acting yeah Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what else to, like so you okay some, with like uh, of that, of that also, line
0: being blurred in other and kinds of and he's playing identities. a gay man too so and
2: he's, he's out of, a gay, yeah. 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 yeah they also found a 700 pound gay man Oh. I, I'm the,
1: guessing if you're 700 pounds you I probably know a are few. gay you.
2: Yeah, but but it's like sometimes you just have to sometimes you do have to and I get it because I'm an actor too and sometimes I'm like well y'all could have just got me to do it like whatever I get it but there is it's a nuanced line there's no right answer there's Mm -hmm. no wrong answer but there's also the middle and you have to kind of agree to allow some sort of creative things maybe they just couldn't find the right Want like maybe there are maybe they they,
1: wanted a Hollywood actor for sure. Well, but I'm saying, like, they wanted nobody.
2: Maybe they did. Maybe they say, say they did. We don't know. Maybe they did audition a whole bunch of regular ass people who also happen to be gay and 755 pounds. (laughs) Maybe they did, (laughs) and maybe none of them could act. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe none of them actually fit the role. Sometimes you—it's also about the the fitting of a role.
1: Well, people also say like the the whole movie is kind of fat phobic and preys on people's fears of being obese. And
0: ah, um, I, I saw it. I don't think anything. I, I you know, part of me is like, look, I, I want—I really think very deeply about creating space for people to love themselves unconditionally, regardless of where their bodies are at. Mm-hmm. And to fight to get out of that wheelchair, to get over the obstacles that they're facing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the issue I have with the fat acceptance movement is that it's not it's it's not inspiring people enough to try to overcome what obstacles they face. And in fact, it's more on the side of criticizing toxic positivity. Yeah, it's toxic positivity. It's it's sort of like. Not acknowledging the struggles that people with large bodies have. Right. That the world is not built for them. It's
2: just, there's a, it's a, it's all of it is a nuanced conversation, right? None, there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. Everything's kind of like, well, yeah, but no, but no, but yeah, everything is kind of like that. (laughs) And so you just kind of have to give. You know, some sort of leeway to understand to it. All. I get that, but you know, in this society where everyone has to be like, "No, you're right or you're wrong." It's black, uh, right. it's like okay. It, it's, there's a lot of yelling happening, and everyone needs to smoke weed and shut up.
0: <laughs> I mean, you all know, right. I'm I'm still mad that Kate Winslet was cast as an avatar instead of a, a authentic Navi person.
2: Exactly. I'm so upset that <laughs> Nicole Kidman played Lucille Ball when they could have just got. Lucille Ball like it's come on now she's dead now well so are the Avatar people apparently
0: (laughs) (laughs) were you were you mad that some movie that you saw that you enjoyed this past year wasn't uh, celebrated or acknowledged enough no I don't give a damn yeah I mean I'm kind of the same way I was like I enjoyed the movies that I went to see but you know, there are sometimes we go to the movies and I'm just like, I want, like, multi, Multiverse of Madness or whatever that was. Uh
1: huh.
2: I, I was like, skip that.
0: I wanted my money back. I was
1: like, what Judge.
2: nonsense is this? And we usually
1: see the Marvel ones. And I heard Ant Man was so bad. We're like, don't even bother.
2: Yeah, I saw Ant Man. It was. In the theater? It, yeah, oh, it was man. fine. Marvel movies have That's jump, jumped the
0: shark, don't you think? At this point. I feel
2: like because they're at the beginning of a new phase and basically every new Marvel movie is like, setting up all this other stuff we're getting the movies that are like okay clearly this is setting up something can you just get to the end like that it just feels like we have to say these key things and everything else around it you know just so in 10 years it'll all make sense in 10 years it'll all make sense
0: i'm just like you know what it was a nice idea you executed it you went to the end point Come up with new ideas. Don't be just like, okay, here's version two of the same shit. But I
2: don't know how they're gonna end yeah. it. I think Marvel Studios, Disney, whatever, um, cast me. <laughs> I can be Aquafina. Way they cast uh, uh, Shea kool Chicago Drag Queen. I know. It's something we don't it's know something. We don't know what. Yeah. She
0: no. could, she's gonna be the person in the background going, I think it's for one
1: of the shows. For one of the shows? One I think the the it's TV for shows. one of the shows. No.
0: She's, she's gonna be a, a, an ex-person because she's non-binary. But uh oh, um, I didn't know that. And she'll be in the background going, Hey, watch out. <laughs> like, I believe in you.
2: The sassy bartender. Um follow with, me. A, heart, with a heart of gold. Paging
0: I, I, Herman, Mr. I don't Herman know, but to the front desk.
2: I feel like they know that people <laughs> might be getting tired and like we gotta figure out a way to like That's stunt casting. Close Yep, bring people yeah. in. Close the universe. Blow it up. I mean, whatever. right
0: now with all the states uh making drag illegal.
1: Yeah. You know, if everyone wants to Tennessee? get edgy, and there's was, what? There,
2: was it just Tennessee or is there well now more? Texas
1: is uh, they proposed some legislation that you can sue a venue or performers like up to five thousand dollars for for performing in drag in front of a child in front of children. So if you want to make some money, Rachel, go down to Texas because you got family so, there.
2: So what what does that mean? They're not they can't just do the drag queens read books to kids I mean, anymore. So this is the, the the thing about it. Because like, if it's in front of a children, I don't understand the problem. Because last time I checked, most drag happens behind bars. And behind mm-hmm. bars, I mean club doors that are 21 mm-hmm. and up. So what child is out here seeing somebody do a Nicki Minaj mix? So this is 20, exactly. 2023. What
0: child? LGBTQ people are everywhere. Uh, if you go to any high school, like half of the kids are queer or Mm non-binary adults uh families the parents are queer or non-binary they're having kids and they're looking for you know things to do with their kids together Mm -hmm. and so public libraries and you know parks and recreational spaces schools are inviting drag queens to come and read to kids because reading is fundamental right um it's totally wholesome shit not totally, you know, mundane and boring. Yeah, so I'm like, what book
2: are, like, they but is see, it, are they the reading? Are they reading Danielle Steele to the kids?
0: Because of all this visibility, <laughs> now people know what a drag queen is. And, and so now Republicans are scapegoating drag queens. And it's really trans people that are trying to scapegoat. And, you know, they're literally declaring genocide on trans people, you know, at the, at the um, they're CPAC. They're denying
1: their existence, saying these, there's no such thing as a trans person. They're just totally, like, erasing them. Or anybody who's, uh dresses up in a, a gender opposite of what they were assigned at birth is some kind of perverts and that kind of thing.
0: And Mark and I have dressed up in drag enough times in Nashville and Texas for us to be in prison for the rest of our lives. (laughs) (laughs) And certainly if you look at some of my bad drag, Mm -hmm. it's definitely a fashion crime. And like
1: Tennessee, I think it was like public places. So I think if you were a restaurant and you were to have like a drag Show during brunch Right You could have like kids there Or something like that They don't want like In public spaces Like a library Or like in a park Or something And so what's gonna happen With Pride Like a Pride event That's the big question Right So that means Pride's canceled Well maybe maybe not you know, well, so that's exactly, uh, what I'd like yeah. to do is like have a, a drag show just outside of the border and have the people in Tennessee watching it from, from right on the side. <laughs> it'd be like, it'd, like, you'd be in Kentucky or something, right? Like that.
2: That'd be hilarious.
1: <laughs> well,
0: this is like going nationwide, and certainly you know Desantis in Florida, mm-hmm. and it, it, this is uh, meant to harm, harm, trans, harm people. trans people. You know, because at drag queens, we could take our leaving Reading books to your snotty ass kids. If right? you're pissed off about this. If you're a parent, it was an extra twenty-five hours. A stick.
2: Yeah, <laughs> chill
0: out. So we're not going to lose any sleep about it. But I just don't understand. I really, yeah. I just really
2: like well, what they don't have answers. What for does anything it else? matter to you? Why do you care? Why? Because, because it's when, it's you also why? Why? Mind. when you open up a
1: child's mind to possibilities, it means that they are the possibility of not being controlled by conservative people. Uh, enters their mind and that's not what they want. They want to be able to control people's behaviors. I just uh, and submit them to their will. I just and force them into shitty jobs, to work for nothing, to have kids and to not yeah. provide them, you know, and so that there's just more human capital.
2: Yeah. It's just uh, it's, it's it's a an argument that I there's like a part of me that's like, can you make me understand why you're understanding what you're like, what you believe? But also, I'm well, just they're, kinda they're like, just
1: going to tell you they're trying to say, they're going to save the children, they're helping the who, children.
2: What? They seem fine. I just the kid just walked past you know? the
1: windows. The kid was fine. I think they should start an organization for like drag queens for school shootings. <laughs> and, and see how that works out
2: Like it just Why do you
1: <laughs> You know Give
2: a fuck Like I just Oh I can't stand politicians I really don't understand This
0: is Republicans This is not Democrats Let's be clear here
2: Well I mean shit We don't know There's some poli- There's probably some Democrat politicians That would look the other way Just so they can get Their bill passed To make this That and the third So fuck them too
0: Negotiating In order to get Your Bills passed as part of politics in any country, and any culture.
2: Right. But if we're just talking United about pass, right passing now, legislation yeah. that's right and that's wrong, then it's, if you're trading off yeah. one thing because of the other, let's just be like, that is what politics people is. In, in, in people in this state love Abraham Lincoln, who was not from Illinois, Love Abraham Lincoln to death. And they always want to bring up the Emancipation Proclamation. But that nigga didn't want to free one and one black person. He was just like, we got to do something. Look, I, we you stop slavery, we'll stop this. We good? Fine. Signed.
0: So, that's how it was. Abraham Lincoln is
1: Chris Rock.
2: That's, that's all it was. Like, yeah. just the idea. It's like, well, how about we just don't do either one? That, because they're both. There's students. a
1: really hot statue of uh, Abraham Lincoln over here in our neighborhood. It's like Gross. the only uh, statue of him where you're like, I could I could tap that
2: because
1: he's young and thick.
2: No, he's too little. Well, well it did, little. It, this guy's the, the statue's 20 feet tall. Yeah, yeah, and he's also like two feet around. He's 24, he's like a pipe. No. Oh okay. so uh Gross. for people
0: in Chicago uh who've listened to our podcast for since the beginning, uh you may remember uh club, kid, drag queen, artist, puppeteer, sculptor. JoJo Baby, who for decades entertained people on stage and any stage and in everyday life with their amazing makeup, costumes, and puppets. Uh, JoJo passed away this morning uh, from complications from cancer at the age of 51. And uh, JoJo was certainly a huge part of our podcast and live show in the very beginning. And um, he's, his
1: loss is, is hitting everybody in Chicago very deeply, he was a fixture in the nightclub scene for, yeah. for decades. I mean, yeah. I met him before I met my husband, Fausto. Gosh, I want to say it was 1997. Uh, he was hosting at Boom Boom Room, which was like the place to go on a Monday night at Red Dog. And he just took the party everywhere he went. And he just gave out so much love and welcoming and just invited people into these, these spaces and, and made a home for so many people. It's just he's going to be really, really missed.
0: Uh, Jojo in the early days of his career was mentored by puppeteer Greer Langton, who was well known for her, uh, work with Andy Warhol and for building the first big bird. Mm -hmm.
1: And Greer's studio is recreated at the Andy Warhol museum in Pittsburgh. And you can kind of like, you look at it through like a little glass window and you can see her studio and you're just like, wow, this is really incredible.
0: Um, you know, JoJo. Uh, one of our most memorable early shows was interviewing JoJo in his home studio about just finding a human skull boiling on someone's stovetop. So JoJo, uh, like a lot of club performers and drag queens and entertainers, need mannequins to build their their costumes onto. Mm-hmm. And so when you find a good mannequin that kind of is, is practical, it can be very useful. So Jojo, uh, I think, went on eBay and found, you know, responded to an ad or something and said, went to the person's house. And they're like, yeah, I got the mannequins in the basement. And so the guy kind of goes off to get a key or something. And Jojo's like in the kitchen. He's like, mm, that smells good. And he opens up the, the pot to see what kind of soup he was making. And enrolls a giant skull, a skull mm-hmm. with flesh coming off of it, and you know, and he's like, "Whoop!" puts the lid back on and pretends like he didn't see anything. Um, he follows this guy into his basement, into the basement, buys some mannequin parts, leaves alive, and goes home and calls his friend. And he's like, "Should I call the police?" <laughs> so he calls the police. It turns out that the guy legally bought these human skulls from China. On eBay from China, uh, and he's a, a skull artist himself, and takes the flesh off and uh, sculpts them. And turns they them mostly into come
1: flesh free, but there's still some like little stuff there, so that's why he boils it, and then they carve stuff into the skull. And
2: this person was Jeffrey Dahmer. No, Jeffrey Dahmer. it was no. just
1: a, a dude who carved human skulls. So, so the news media got a wind of it. And That's goes and
0: interviews JoJo disgusting. for the evening, for the 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock news. And JoJo wears a green t-shirt with the words Taste of Chicago, which is a street food fair, mm-hmm. with an arrow pointed towards his dick. Oh,
1: fun. <laughs> and it makes it onto the 5 o'clock news, but by, by the 11 o'clock news, they, they blurt it out. They're like, oh, we couldn't do this. It was so much fun. So we had to go How visit him and talk to him about this go? kind of thing. Well, we don't. I don't know. Oh.
0: It, it. Jojo is somebody who who uh, put a lot of heart and soul into their performances. Uh, one time, he performed at the Feast of Fools show, and he had this elaborate puppet show with marionettes. And he had rehearsed it. I had seen it. It was wonderful. You know, it was very Jim Henson uh, bread and puppet theater and stuff. He gets onto the stage, and I guess he forgot to detangle his the the ropes. The strings oh. for his marionette, so he gets on that stage and everything's like,
1: it's not moving, <laughs>
0: not moving, and he just throws it on the ground and walks off.
1: And people are wow. like, is that was that supposed to happen? I'm like, yeah, it was supposed to. Happen. <laughs> That's a good
2: friend that you yeah. it right up. Yeah, it was totally supposed <laughs> it's to happen. Arts. Oh. Uh, <laughs> jo-
0: one time, Jojo and uh, um, what was her name? Uh, the, the little per- person, uh, Remy, and Silky Emmy. Jumbo, Emmy. And Silky Jumbo recreated a, the scene with uh, from Valley of the Dolls, where um, Patty Duke rips off the wig off the Broadway. You know, Broadway doesn't go for booze or dope, and she rips off her head, her wig, and throws it into the toilet, and goes meow. You know, it, it's a very famous, iconic scene. Jojo had made his makeup, so he took like this old clown wig with bright orange hair and glued it to his head to make it look like. Her real hair was this like hideous, you know, Barbie doll mm-hmm. with the, the strings coming out of the hair, you know, head. And uh, when they put the wig back onto his head, they had made a, it's a similar wig, but it had um, fake styrofoam poop and yeah. toilet paper on it. <laughs> Hilarious. One, one of the most creative, brilliant uh, performers. You know, at a time when dressing up in drag was was not a uh, a smart business move, it did not put food on your table. It just made the world a better place and it made people happy and it built community. Uh, JoJo lives on in the hearts and minds of so many people. And, you know, what drag is today is built upon the hard work and sacrifices of somebody like JoJo Baby. So, you know, it, it's, it's devastating that we uh, lost such an important part of Chicago's history and certainly his uh, studio, which is like a pack rats and a glitter goddess's wet dream uh, needs to be dealt with um, to put in some kind of museum or some kind of um, uh, archive. So if anybody listening to this show has any ideas, uh, please contact us or silky jumbo or uh, his brother who's surviving uh, JJ Arguelles, uh, who can, you know, figure out what to do with all these amazing works of art, puppets and sculptures that uh, if, if they're not taken care of might wind up in the dumpsters of history. Mm. So it's, it's definitely um, a, a heartfelt loss and, and uh, thank you, Jojo, wherever you are for all your glamor, your glitter and your guts mm. and for being such a feast of fun.
1: Rest in peace.
0: Yeah. So right. um, Rachel Hall, thank you. <laughs> where are you performing next year? I don't know. Um <laughs> on stage.
2: I have a fundraiser. A I'm doing a, a yeah. fundraiser performance uh this weekend. And then um I got stuff at Lincoln Lodge and Laugh Factory, of course. And ooh, I haven't said this out loud before. Huh? Um I'm opening for Anthony Jesseldeck at the uh at Comedy yeah. on State in uh April.
1: Oh, congratulations.
2: April six, seven, and eight. and Who's Anthony Jeselnik? Anthony Jeselnik is a he's a super fucking hilarious comedian. People love him. Um, Yeah, I he's how'd you get that gig? They asked. (laughs) Slap somebody? Ah, I should (laughs) have. I should have. What I did was just suck someone's dick. No, I'm just joking. I didn't do that either. I did not do that either. No, uh, but you're not above it. Uh, yeah, I think I am. He's He's pretty cute.
1: He's got a beard now. He's he does have a beard now. He's a daddy. Yeah, yeah. You can get some, you can tap that.
2: Ah, uh, no. Uh, I. You know, I we had mean, a com- we had a
1: local comedian on not too that. long ago, and we had somebody, who Dan. I'm not going to say exactly who it was, right? I love. But Dan. then we had somebody over who was who was like a professor, and he came in, and then he started talking about like Louis C.K. and he's like, "Well, Louis C.K. is not that bad because you know." They're comedians, so it makes it okay. It's not like it's a regular job. The
2: comedian person was saying this or the professor person the co- was, saying, person was okay. saying this? The comedian person was
1: saying this. And the professor person was just like, that's fucked up. It's still a job, isn't it? He's like, yeah, but comedians are different. And he's like, it's so okay. He asked. I'm like, so he asked somebody he's working with if it's okay for him to jerk off on this potted plant? Like, yeah. So that, you know, he
2: asked, so it's cool. I'm like, no. Is it? What do you think? Is it? I... Well, as we all know, Louis is like my one of my favorite comedians, period. Mm-hmm. I saw him when he was here in January. Um, and I do not apologize and I will not. That said, uh, yes, what Louis was doing was fucked up and he was wrong. One hundred thousand percent wrong, and that little apology that he did was trash. He, he's better writer than that. He should have known how to apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you asked, like, hey, hey, you guys okay if I just Go ahead and just like, you know, masturbate real quick while we're recording this. Like, you guys, <laughs> even if you said, yeah, this cool, I feel like common sense, which I'm going to say that he has, would let you know, like, hey, dude, maybe don't just take your fucking dick out.
1: Yeah, I don't that's know. What I thought was kind of straight. So it got me thinking. It's like, maybe
2: this is what he wants to do to us. But apparently he did that all the time. And even Sarah Silverman was like, yeah, he used to joke like that all the time. But I was like, how did he set up the joke? Where he actually took his dick out at the end. Like, how did he... Well, what was probably, the setup of the, the joke? I'm guessing
0: he would have probably been joking about it and, and riffing and they're laughing and laughing. Oh, that, I bet you won't. And then, and then, then he serious, serious. does it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I, okay. If you're... Say you are doing that. You're drunk. You're laughing. You're hee and You're ha-ha. And you're kee and You're having a good time. Someone's like, ha, I bet you won't take your dick out. And you take your dick out. Okay, but then you don't just keep doing it every time you see everybody <laughs> like hey <laughs> here for the super bowl I'm taking my dick out hey I'm here for the Oscars, just take my dick out like it
1: co- we used to have a friend who you'd be out in a bar and he would come up to and he would whip he'd out like, his dick he'd be do I have a nice dick come on you can tell me do I have a nice dick and it was a big dick and it was a nice dick but it was just like it was the dick that you did dick to it himself. was a dick you did not need to fish for compliments for you know,
2: yeah, but also he knows what he's doing. That's yeah. basically flashing people, yeah, whether yeah. you asked or not. Yeah. No one actually wants to see your dick right now. Like that's not we're we're eating Chinese food. Put your dick away. <laughs> <laughs> Did well, he address this in his comedy routine? At no, all? he's no. never put it on stage before. No. Uh-uh. And, and trying, the I think about it is like right. uh,
0: that friend who was like, "Do I have a nice dick? You can tell me." That he would then you'd be like, "Put your dick away. We're gonna get kicked out of this club." And and so then he's like, "Are you
2: mad at me? Come yeah, on, yeah. What are you, you doing? Can tell me. Go to therapy. Like, what are you fucking doing? Fucking nuts, you know? This, this, oh my god, this, go to therapy. What are you doing? Why are you why are you playing this game with me? And then he, you, you, you know, I saw you, him
0: the other day, and he's like, "I don't want to do your podcast because." you make me feel bad. I was like, you're the one whipping out your dick in inappropriate places you make
2: me f- now, now that you make me feel bad is now you going, I don't want to be held responsible or take accountability for anything that I do. And mind so you, you're going to be like, that's totally whiny. And I
0: said to them, and I was very like, white woman, what did I call a white woman? You know,
2: <laughs> <Very> <laughs> white woman.
0: And I'm like, look, here, listen, I I'm not telling you not to take your dick out in public spaces. I'm just asking you not to do it around me.
2: And the fact that you have to ask. That's what I'm just saying.
0: We do not have that kind of relationship.
2: You wouldn't just go to the grocery store and take your dick out while you're shopping for onions. No. no. You'd be no. like, sir, please remove your dick no. from the the <laughs> produce.
1: No. Like, get... you, you save pulling your dick out for when you come across those bagels and you see that hole. <laughs> that's when you... By yeah. those hot dog buns? You ever stick something... Oh, you no,
0: yeah, yeah, and the when you know because this is part of the reason we don't have twenty four hour grocery stores anymore.
2: <laughs> it's because people in the middle of you mean night. Walmart. Yeah, well,
0: <laughs> is our Walmart's twenty four hours still?
2: The super centers are, aren't they? A
0: lot of them are closing early. You know, it's like man, before pandemic, it was twenty four seven for grocery stores, pharmacies. You know, oh, I never heard could. of
2: a twenty four seven pharmacy. That sounds Walgreens
0: like a, used to be open twenty four seven. Like a drug operation. Absolutely, the one uh, you know, the one in uh, Highland Park, I believe, is the first Walgreens in history is still open twenty four hours a day. The Damn. pharmacy is open twenty four. I hours
2: guess in Texas, there's a lot of things that, like a lot of the CVS's yeah. and Walgreens and WalMarts and all, they are open twenty four seven.
0: You can get your Most Ritalin refilled at three o'clock in the motherfucking morning. <laughs> Walgreens and in, in uh, I think it's Waukegan or Highland Park, but the one up yes. over there by the headquarters of world headquarters of Walgreens. Damn. Who now is uh not refilling your uh birth control what is it,
1: your day plan after B. pill plan B pills. <sighs> Which is some bullshit. Better come up with a plan A to get but rid yeah, of no, that I, plan B.
2: Yeah. I um what was I saying? What were we talking about? Dicks. Dicks? Dicks, yeah. No, Ripping I... am out your dick? I still think Louis is hilarious, and that's another, like, a nuanced conversation. Is it just like, oh, because this creative person did a bad thing, now for all their art is garbage? Yeah. Or is it like, this garbage person does really good art? Like... Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, he didn't show his dick to me. so I mean, like, He didn't show so his dick to me. My, he didn't back.
2: ask and I would have said no. You
0: know, <laughs> and then, and Listen, it's nothing worse than having, being forced to look at someone's dick.
2: Exactly. But I understand why people, you know? I understand why people are like, no, There's I few don't. There things that are worse. I don't, you know, I don't support anything this person does. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. I, yeah. You're afraid to do it. I understand. It's just. Are I you going to go
0: seeing Bill Cosby when he comes on his
2: comeback tour? No, I saw Bill Cosby once before. And <laughs> it was great just because it was like, yeah. it was great in the sense that it was Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. He's right there. Oh, my gosh. I At that point, I would have took anything that he said. I'd just been like, hey, it's this fucking Was before or after the allegations? Before. This was like before. And, uh, you know, it was great. It was whatever. But, you know, <laughs> I watched all this <laughs> shit. And I'm like, brah. You can't ever talk about stuff like this no more. And I think with Bill Cosby, just sit down and die peacefully. Um, It's It's interesting because Jamie Lee Curtis It's too much, too much, too much, too much, sir. You are not helping your own legacy. I understand why you want to go back out there and do the things that you want to do. I understand it. But from your not publicist point of view, which is me, you need to sit down and you and Camille will just have th- be comfortable and and and, and shut up.
0: <laughs> so Jamie Lee Curtis won this, you know, best actress Oscar, Yay. and everybody's like, should have gone to Angela Bassett. I disagree. And listen, let Jamie have her yogurt. Let her have her fun. Let her have Activia. Right, let her Activia. have her Activia. She won it for Activia, really. Sort of.
2: I think I disagree. I don't <laughs> think Angela should have won that Oscar. Well, yeah. That aside,
0: so so uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, they're they're all like, when's Christopher Guest gonna make another movie? She's Christopher Guest is her husband, and she's oh, like, it is? yeah, yeah, she's married to Christopher, I
2: didn't Guest. Know long that. time,
0: and she's like, you know, my husband, he doesn't give a fuck. He spends most of his days playing golf. I believe he ain't make it. it. Don't hold your breath on him making another movie. I
2: believe that. Yeah, I, I think I. So I don't believe Angela should have won. Yeah, We all love Mother Angela Bassett, and we want her to have all the things. But if you're just looking at the categories of movies, no, she didn't deserve to win. I don't care if she won the other awards. That's great. She should have won something mm-hmm. for her recognition, but I don't think she should have won the Oscar. I didn't realize that the uh, the daughter, Stephanie—I um, forget her last name. The daughter from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Mm-hmm. The, I didn't realize that she was also nominated for Best Supporting yes, Actress. Correct. So— if if we're looking at that category then it should have went to her. It should have went to the dog. She
1: was eating chrome. But J- Jamie oh, yeah. Lee Curtis Jamie is of Lee...
2: royalty so they're like Yeah, that's Tony, Tony, Tony Curtis, Curtis's daughter. daughter, yeah. But Jamie definitely deserved the nomination and it's fine that she won because she did do real. she in a movie full of people who are mer- killing their roles, she held up just as well. She was wonderful and mm. everything everywhere else. I didn't know she would, could be good. I'm not going to lie. It's the Oscars. Oh, you didn't the, know she was a good actor? I didn't know. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, I saw True, True Lies. I saw True Lies, but it was a kid. It's a, movie, it a corny ass movie, honestly. I it's saw still good. True Lies. I saw um, Halloween. I hate Halloween. I hate all the Halloween franchise. I hate it. It's but so. But the thing about it is, stupid. like, you know, for, for Just,
0: Jamie Lee Curtis, for Short Round, for there's a Michalia, lot of redemption you know, stories for Brendan Fraser. Yeah, Brendan Fraser. This is the Gen X, you know. But yeah, I Oscars and I, you know, I. I'm feeling seen. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I didn't know. I saw it for True Lies. True yeah. Lies is, I mean, overall, it's kind of yeah. a corny movie. I remember for Freaky Friday. This is a corny movie. Like, I'm are you used talking about to, the adult
0: film or the uh, Disney movie? Oh, was she in both?
2: <laughs> the the one with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The, so yeah I went to see Freaky Friday with my mother and my sister. Yeah, And they were literally fighting just like Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan are after the movie. And I'm <laughs> like, did you guys just watch a movie about a anything? mother and daughter getting along and not learn a goddamn thing about
1: it? Lindsay Lohan's going to pop out a baby.
2: She's pregnant with her first child.
0: Lindsay Lohan's due for a redemption arc herself. Mm-hmm. You know? I think
2: everybody wants Lindsay Lohan to have a redemption. I don't think there's a single person that's like, fuck Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. I think people really like her. Yeah, they she, love her. She deserves she
0: well, Samantha Ronson probably doesn't have a very nice thing. I
2: think I think Lindsay Lohan, I yeah. think most people are like, "Man, I hope Lindsay Lohan gets it together." What? And I think same thing with Amanda Bynes. I think people are like, "I hope Amanda Bynes gets it together." Mm.
1: Come on. I think Samantha uh, uh, Amanda Bynes kind of retired from acting, right? She, I think she was kind of done.
0: Her last film I think was that uh, Penny Pingleton in uh i was not
1: No, she did something after that yeah. for sure.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Um but she she has all those mental health issues mm-hmm. and Last time I saw her, she was gaining a lot of weight and she's wearing weird wigs again. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah. but I think those are two people that people would overall would be like, man, I can't wait for this person to come back. Like, I wish they would come back or, you know, really take off or get some sort of. She's this. Uh, Amanda
0: Bynes is another person with a similar conservatorship, like a. Britney Spears.
2: Yeah, but it seems like yeah. Amanda Bynes actually needs a conservative Well, I guess Britney does, too. I don't know what she's been doing on her Instagram, but it mm. doesn't seem safe. I don't yeah, know. Actually, we interviewed be uh, a lawyer who said Britney
1: doesn't need a – no, she doesn't need the conservative ship. So uh,
0: Hairspray oh. as Penny Pingleton was the third of the last films. She also played uh, Sidney White that later that year in the movie Sidney White and Easy A, uh, Marianne Bryant.
2: Oh, yeah, she was in Easy A with uh, Emma Stone. She yeah. was – I remember that she was played it. a cross-dresser in
1: a, with a Channing Tatum film, right? Oh, yeah. She played a girl who she dressed was, as a boy. Yeah, because she wants to And he falls get... in love with her. He falls in love with him as yeah. her. One, of the, one yeah,
0: of the boys. One of the boys. Yeah, one of the boys. I think we may have her confused with somebody else. No, no. I don't.
2: That's you might.
1: <laughs>
2: That's her. Is it? Uh-huh. Because it Channing Tatum was—she was trying yeah. to get Channing Tatum to like fall in love with her. Or something, and so she dressed up, like, to get closer to him, she dressed up as one of the boys, so she can, like, learn what he likes and sit like that. And he does fall in love with her. Yeah, mm. and then once he realizes, he, like, starts to date someone else, and then she's like, no, it's me, look!
1: One I'm a guy. real girl! There was an interview with him, I think, was it in Vanity Fair? One of these things, and he's had some pictures of him, and he looks super fine right now, Channing Tatum. And he mentioned, like, about his weight. He's just like, yeah, I have to be careful about what I weight, because I... I if I gain any weight, it all goes to my face. And it was like, I feel like I've been saying that on the podcast I think it for goes years. to his neck. Uh, yeah, neck and his face. And I feel like Can I've been saying him that, him that on the podcast neck. for years. I'm like, oh, my God, I hope he didn't hear me. So one, just
0: one of the guys uh, was came out in 1985 uh, it was starring Joyce Heiser and Clayton. Oh, Lohner. this was a remake? So if it did, it, it must have been a remake. remake yeah, because yeah. Yeah. I'm not finding anything about the... Remake of just one of the guys.
2: And it's not just you. Because I remember when Chan, like Channing Tatum first came out on the scene, I just remember thinking, that man has a very thick neck.
0: And many other things. And Which
2: is why I always say Channing Tatum in his neck. I'll
0: I, I look like at when Channing Tatum gets a little juicy. You know, he's like... Can hey, he
2: grow facial hair?
0: I don't know if he can. You know, some guys can't.
2: Yes, yeah, so I know. So that's why I ask Some guys... Sure really I have
0: can. this big, giant spot on my neck that doesn't grow any hair. And it's like, when I let the gray hair... On my hair grow out, mm-hmm. I'm like, I have a giant white spot on the right side of my head and mm-hmm. looks crazy. Like, I look like I'm, like you I got something.
1: mange. It's the hair that looks crazy.
2: <laughs> Just the hair. <laughs> Just the hair.
0: <laughs> and so, you know, it's like, uh, people are like, why do you look that the way that you do? And I was like, well, because otherwise, it's like, if we not on diet and grow out the beard, I look fucking nuts. I look like Rip Van Winkle or something, you know? I
1: Aww. woke up in the future and they're like,
0: what do you mean drag's illegal? <laughs> The
2: future is now. <laughs> you know, Rachel. Thank
1: you for coming on the podcast today. Yay. And uh, I have to say, you you did a, a black uh, trivia for Black History Month in February. Yeah, and I watched most of them on your Instagram. And I got to say, uh, I'm definitely not black because that shit was hard. <laughs> it was really, really hard. I didn't even. This, get, I, asked, I didn't even I get asked harder questions to this year. To hardly any. There was a question. Asked, like, real questions this
2: year. <laughs> Normally as stupid as Even shit. the
0: black people I know at work <laughs> Did not know the answer To your yeah. questions Which one? That was the one about the, It was a sitcom question Oh It was uh, You know mm-hmm. I, I can't remember what it was But it was uh, I, I, I said you are You have the wrong answer which, which,
1: which is the ones That you feel like Were most difficult Do you
0: remember any you of the thought? questions Off the top of your head?
2: I know, like, I feel like the question about like, uh, like actual historical shit. I remember I asked the question about Layla Ali. I was like, I can understand how no one would understand. Oh, because it was a boxing.
1: One. You did a boxing. Yeah, round, it yeah. It was like, and a, you filmed some guy in the back, and he, he the Aaron, mm-hmm. and he didn't, and he didn't know the question. So no. he walked off the camera. He's like, right?
2: I don't know.
1: Well, he said Muhammad Ali. I'm like, wrong Ali.
2: Wrong Ali. I mean, he was close though. Wrong Ali. But and then the, the, I think the other question I asked was like, how many chapters of the. Um, trapped in the closet series that r kelly make and it was like 33 which no one really knew and he did make 33 i had to look it up because i thought i was i thought i my my friend texted me my friend Chaz text me She was like you know i know the answer 33 and i was just like wait really because i didn't even know the answer really
1: <laughs> so you put questions out there that you didn't even know the answer to you're just sure like, did i was it like tell me
2: I'm a, what's a question and i'll think of what and i was like i'll figure it out yeah, it was uh
0: this year. I can't remember the the question was about like it was a reference to a sitcom to uh either Will Smith or it was a sitcom question. Maybe probably. And I like everybody asked at work
2: they were like, "I know I What says, was the easiest one?" Yeah. The easiest one? I mean, I asked who to master and the answer is show of.
1: That's the question.
0: Yeah. Yes, from The Last uh, Dragon. <laughs> yeah. And you were like saying that that was not the answer.
2: Right. Because the response is in the movie, they all he just goes, who's the master? And everyone else, show Technically, I understand what you're asking because you said the the master was Bruce Leroy. Yes. Which technically is correct because he got the glow at the end and then yeah. he beat up. Mm-hmm. He beat up, show But no one goes, who's the master? Bruce Leroy. The answer is, show enough. This
0: reminds me of Black Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Where they're like, man, you have the game rigged up against us, and, and I like, think you're like, now that's the answer. That's another the question answer.
2: That I asked, I know that was super easy. At least I thought was, was who ain't nothing to fuck with, and everybody, it's Wu Tang, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with.
0: Yeah, it's Wu Tang. But you, you have the, it's very Black Jeopardy, you know. <laughs> you're and, never then asked, win, and then and I and then I asked the like some
2: game. actual questions where I was like, oh shit, I don't even know this. <laughs> <laughs> Like the first, was it the first who was the first black governor in the United States? I didn't know that. Who? Is it? I don't even remember. <laughs> You're more
0: like asking the question.
2: My like, white brother was like, "You should ask this question." I was like, "I guess, uh, sure, why not?" Uh, well, my favorite
0: uh, Black History Month figure is always George Washington Carver, the Peanut Butter Man, who actually didn't do he, he didn't did invent, invent peanut, peanut butter. butter. No, I think my favorite one. But He liked hot peanut oil massages. This year them will to be like
2: uh, young college athletes. Dolomite or something. Dolomite. Way down in the jungle deep. We uh, do that. <laughs> Rudy Ray Moore. Rudy, Rudy uh, Moore. Did you know
0: that Rudy Ray Moore was uh, bisexual? Probably. Yeah. yeah. He he liked sex so much, he ate the whole thing. <laughs> that was that was his album. I can't believe I ate the whole
1: thing. And do you have a birthday coming up?
2: It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Happy, Happy birthday. So. Happy
1: belated birthday. Thank
2: you. You turned 26 again? 19. Yep. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one,
0: exactly. Twenty-four. You yes. are twenty-one, going on twenty-two, innocent <laughs> as a rose. It's okay if you want to masturbate in front of Rachel, as long no. as you're a comedian. No.
1: no, no, no. You don't.
2: Don't even ask.
1: I don't want Louis. So you, if, you want Louis? If Louis C.K.
0: asked you to masturbate in front of you, would you?
2: I so would yes. say no. And then if he you did go
0: smack that dick and be like And if
2: he did start, I would just be like away. Actually you know what? If he asked if masturbate be in front of me, I would say absolutely, but I'm gonna go live. So what do you want? <laughs> you want me to go live or you want do you wanna masturbate? You gotta pick one. Well you can ask Anthony if Jessel Nick if he will
1: masturbate in front of you. <laughs> And if he'll masturbate in front of me, I'm going well, you're live. You can meet him right behind stage, right? Before you go on stage, right? You'll probably get Yeah, a probably to
2: meet him. I mean, the show's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Comedy and Stay in Madison, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So it's April 6th, 7th, and 8th. So Thursday, Friday is two on Saturday. Yeah. Just, get you know,
1: those bookings. Put that in your writer. Just be like, I don't want any headliners <laughs> masturbating into the plants.
2: Yeah, no. You can masturbate
0: in a coffee pot. But not on a plant.
2: No, don't do that because <laughs> the coffee pot in the green room there is for everybody. So please don't do that.
0: It's celebrity coffee. There's,
2: there's there's a there's a bathroom down the hall. Go do it in there. Sure. Yeah, I used to work with a, a guy who uh, was uh, like clockwork at the
0: time of the day, like around two in the afternoon. I'm working click 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 click, and I would hear the bathroom slam because it's right next to my desk, and I would hear uh, 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 and, you know flush the toilet and Damn. come out, and I was like. You yeah, know, are you that horny? Really? Seriously?
1: Maybe he just enjoying shit.
0: No, no. He wasn't pooping. No. No. All
1: right. <clears throat> and, Let's, you
0: know, to this day, he, like, looks at me like, you, you ratted me out. And I was like, listen,
1: I didn't have to rat you out. Everybody knew. Everybody heard.
0: Everybody yeah. heard it. It's like, because the walls were thin. <laughs>
1: Listen, I want to remind folks that we can't do this podcast without your support. So if you're not a Plus member, sign up at FeastOfFun.com slash Plus and support your favorite podcast. Or you can visit us at Patreon, Patreon.com slash FeastOfFun for that ad-free experience.
0: Yes, honeys. And, and of course, if uh, you like the show, review it on Apple Podcasts. Tell people what you thought. If you hated it, let us know, too. We, uh, ex- uh, we appreciate your feedback. We read them. And we would like, Rachel Hall is funny
2: damn it and that's also her instagram and it's also my venmo and it's also my cash app all right
0: <laughs> so don't just give her the tip give her a whole a whole eight inches and but without but with consent of course
2: right you're definitely you know? do that you can also send reparations there and you can also send my <laughs> birthday gifts there
0: Oh, that's so nice.
2: Yay.
0: Happy, happy birthday, birthday, love.
2: Thank you. And I here's have a, something happy for you. Here's birthday a cake. To <laughs>
0: <me>. Happy <laughs> birthday to me. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Rachel.
2: Thanks for having me. I want to do this again with Dan. What? Can I come back with Dan? Yes.
0: If it's up to Dan. He
1: may oh, not be sitting with you. He's yeah. going to. You guys let us know when you want to come.
2: He may he'd be like, I don't want to go into any kind of. Yeah. Dan knows he's my favorite I fucking love Dan
1: He's
0: wonderful Uh, (laughs) Thank you Rachel
2: Yay Thanks guys (laughs) Oh that's my hair